this is Trevor. Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now, but if you leave me a message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Trevor, uh, this is another day where all I want to do is talk about sports. Uh, there's other things in my life that I may want to talk about, but not, not today, man. Not today. I'm feeling it, man. It's that time in life right now where the only thing that matters is, again, sports. Patterson Mahomes, Herbert, football, NHL, NBA. Yo, I'm going to do it this year, man. I'm going to watch a lot more NBA games than I do watch porn again. And uh, I'm, I'm actually going to stop watching porn for the rest of my life, okay? You, you heard it here, okay? I'm done. I'm done. I really am done. New season, new Kyle. It truly is what it is. Begsy, call me back. Good morning. Trevor Beggs, you called me back. I-, I fuck with that. How you doing? I called you back, man. You know, it's uh, you never know when I'm going to call back, but I guarantee I will call you back. That's good, man. That's uh, that's loyalty. I always say, man, that there's there's so much strength in a good bond with the true brother. Real talk. Real talk. I- I've been so fortunate in this thing called life. I feel as if I have at least 36 true brothers in my life honestly speaking bro i'm not even i don't even think i'm overdoing it i I went to a high school that for whatever reason uh created a setting where uh, all all the bros became in my opinion lifelong bros straight up straight up it was just uh i feel like it was an outlier situation it's not gonna happen all the time but you know going into high school you know you watch you watch shows like uh ned's disc what was it called ned's Disclassified school survival guide or whatever, and you yeah, see all these yeah. bullies and whatnot. And dude, there's there's none of that, none of that at our high school. And all the bros became bros. Uh, that being said, you are probably in the one percent, you know, the one percent, the top tier bros. Okay, and I think we're gonna be talking oh, about tiers a lot today. And I, I want to start off with uh, Mahomes versus Herbert. Obviously, they're playing tonight, and it's gonna be a spectacle, and right, rightfully so. It's, it's gonna be a spectacle for. You know, a decade plus, they're going to be in the same division for a very long time. I got to ask you the question. If you had to rely on one quarterback to save your life, let, let, let's say uh, somebody, some like a, a robber, a burglar came into your house and had a knife to your throat. This happened like in seven hours and was like, you know what? You got to pick the right quarterback tonight. And if you don't, I'm going to slice your fucking throat. Who are you picking? I got to go with Patrick Mahomes, man. I mean, Thank you. Uh, how can you not, <laughs> to be honest? You know, look, look, the guy's been to a number of anti championship game games in his young career. He's probably a little unlucky to have only won one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, Justin Herbert's probably a little unlucky to play in, for the Sack Chargers, who, you know, in one of these days they're going to make some noise in the playoffs, but it just seems like, you know, Chargers in a Charger. It's been a thing throughout uh, not just his career, but for the Chargers' whole existence. Um, but I got to go with Patrick Mahomes. That I mean, Good. you know, the guy's an absolute complete quarterback. He's already proved. I don't think you really need to disprove it, but there was questions, obviously, about how that offense is going to be without Tyreek Hill. And um, I think Week One probably silenced any of those doubts. Like Mahomes is electric; he's going to find guys. Uh, yeah. But you know, Herbert does the same, man. Like <laughs> I know that Josh Palmer is one of those guys in fantasy who was kind of like a sexy pick. Um, but I feel like Herbert was just thrown to like made-up guys. There was like. <laughs> Someone named, like, Xander Horvath was, like, making plays. And there's another guy I had no idea about. Like, you know, both these guys have the ability to turn random dudes and stars. 
Uh, and that's a powerful thing. And, you know, it's, I was actually reminiscing with a buddy on Monday about that uh, Rams Beach game from a couple of years back that was like 54 51 Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Not, to, not to send expectations through the roof, but let's see another 100 point game tonight. Why Come not? On. Why not? Why not? You know, put on a show. And I, I really fuck with that pick. I, I would pick Patrick Mahomes too. And that's not really saying anything against Herbert. He's a spectacle, too. He's incredible. But it's really hard for me to ever doubt or ever not pick Patrick Mahomes in a competition because of what he's accomplished so early in his career because he's done the impossible. He's done the impossible. Look at his stats. Look at the dubs. Two Super Bowl appearances. He hasn't been a starter for that long. He's that incredible. And I know there were some doubts last year. I feel like he had a quote-unquote offseason. There could have been way more picks, too. He's one of those guys taking risks. He's still young, dude. He's still young. And I feel like it was good that that happened early in his career. You know, after winning a Super Bowl, then losing a Super Bowl, then having a year like last year. I think it's good that that happened because a guy that great is going to learn. And due to what I saw in his week one performance, I feel like he actually did learn a lot of lessons. And if this guy's going to get better at football, yo, dude, he's going he's gonna to take over the NFL for a very long time. And again, it's nothing against Justin Herbert, but I, I am kind of sick and tired of some of the doubt. Like, even when it comes to, like, someone like Josh Allen, people are, a lot of people, a lot of people are picking Josh Allen before they're picking Patrick Mahomes. And I sort of kind of get it, but I also sort of kind of don't. Because it's fucking Patrick Mahomes. And it's dangerous for the NFL when a guy like Patrick Mahomes is hearing things like that, you know? He, he hears the noise, and he's just that much better. And he's going to get that much better, and it's, it's, I said it earlier, I picked Patrick Mahomes as the MVP winner of the uh, the NFL this season. I also think he's going to break a ton of records. I think we, uh, we're going to see a lot. and He's going to cement it, man. He's going to cement it, especially in a year where he lost Tyreek Hill. It's not really going to matter. And, bo- and both these quarterbacks, man, you know what they're really good at? They're, they're both so good at just throwing the football, hitting tight windows, that that makes it easy for these receivers to look good because they don't even need that much separation to catch the ball because, again, the quarterback is just putting the ball in a place where nobody else can really put it. Yeah, I'll tell you why I think that Pascal Holmes is getting some disrespect, and it's really similar to Connor McDavid in the NHL. Like, it almost gets boring mm. for fans when the same player is the best player year in and year out. Yeah. Like, you know, the NHL, we start looking for other guys. Like maybe it's McKinnon, maybe it's Drysdale, maybe it's McCarr, maybe it's Matthews. And there's an argument for all those guys, but at the end of the day, I think McDavid is still the clear-cut best player in the NHL. I see a similar thing in the NHL, uh, in the NFL, sorry. Uh, you know, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, like all these guys, young guys making plays, making money, uh, coming up in the clutch. Like, they're all good in their own right, but at the end of the day, Mahomes is still the best quarterback yeah. in the NFL. No, that's a great that point. Think, I think people try to get too cute with it. Yeah, that's a fucking great point. Maybe uh, the narratives have to be built because it's pretty inevitable that this guy's going to be the best player in the NFL for 10 years. That's how fucking good Patrick Mahomes is. Uh, that being said, the game is going to be a, a spectacle tonight, and who knows who's going to win? Yeah, we, I just said all those nice things about Patrick Mahomes. You did too. Yo, dude, the, it's a 50-50 game. It's a 50-50 game. I, I still believe that. It's so early in the season. That being said, if Kansas City does pull off a, a dub, like a two-score dub, watch the fuck out. Watch the fuck out. Because not only do they have, uh, like, Patrick Mahomes, they have a great team, a great organization. Uh, another another guy that I like listening to and I like taking notes from just you know, in life in general is Travis Kelsey. 
Because the dude's a fucking ultra competitor. And you know who else is also ultra competitor? You, you got to listen to this interview. It's with, it's, it's, uh, with Tyreek Hill. And he, he got interviewed by Matt Barnes and, and Steven Jackson on All the Smoke. And he said something about how when they beat San Francisco in the Super Bowl, they asked him about his first thoughts when the confetti was falling down. Like, what were you thinking? And you know what he said? He said something amongst the lines of, damn, we should have done better. We should have beat these guys back. Yeah, that's the first thing that came to mind. So you can only imagine, you know, what that says about Mahomes and Kelsey, like their mindset when it comes to the game of football. It's uh, it's crazy. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. And yeah, I can't I can't wait to sit back. I, I hope I get to get to watch it with the the Don't Doze Brothers uh, tonight. I, I hope I also get to watch a ton of hockey this season too. I'm gonna you know try to get back into my roots and I'm gonna put a lot of pressure on Elias Patterson for that to happen. I really am. We talked about him yesterday. Uh, I truly believe that Patterson can get me back to feeling like myself, getting me back to my roots, being a true Vancouver ride if he steps up this season. Yeah, so I, I found this interesting based on our conversation yesterday. I think we both said, you know, if the Canucks are really going to make some noise and be more than a bubble team, like Patterson's got to be one of the best players in the league. Uh, ironically enough, uh, the Athletic came out today with their top 100 players in the NHL, kind of broken down into four tiers. And, you know, obviously he's in our market. We're going to hype him up. But, like, you just look at some of the names above him on this list. And, you know, Pedersen and, and J.T. Miller as well. We're both down in Tier 4. And I'm just looking at some of the forwards even in Tier 3 who are ahead of Pedersen. Like, they have Gabriel Landeskog, Mark Stone, Philippe Forsberg, wow. Amiga Zibanejad, Andrei Svechnikov, Jason Robertson, <laughs> uh, Jake Gensel, Nikolai Ehlers, Alistair Brinkett, Robert wow. Thomas, Al Connor, Matthew Barzell. Those guys are all, uh, you know, according to the industry experts, ranked ahead of Pedersen. And, and I think, you know, for biased Canuck fans, it's a bit of a what-the-fuck moment. Like, what happened to our superstar? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's that. I think it's a – okay, It's for biased Canuck fans, it's, it's just that, like, what happened to our superstar? But I don't think a lot of us are surprised by those rankings because, like, Pedersen's been good over the last couple seasons, but he hasn't been elite. He hasn't been what we thought – he was going to be. He, he be he he suffered, you know, a couple injuries and had a slow start last season. That's why I do believe uh, this is just a like a, a huge, huge pivotal season in what we're going to see from him moving forward. And I think it has to happen from the start for real. And I, I you know, with all that being said, I, I'm actually really confident that it can happen. I know it's been a couple years since we saw like prime time Pedersen from the jump, blah blah blah. But again, I'm taking what he did at the end of last season, and I'm thinking that. He's going to do that in the beginning, and the, the dude's a competitor, too. We brought up the Kelsey and the Mahomes. Like, I think he's going to prove it. I think he's going to prove it that he is still he still is that guy. He still is that guy, and he's going to jump from Tier 4 to Tier 2 in one season. I got faith. Uh, he's got the ability to do that, man. And, like, just those are all guys in Tier 3 that I listed. So we're talking about Pedersen uh, being in Tier 2. Like, he'd be among the likes of, you know, Mitch Marner. Yeah. Kirill Kaprizov, Brad Marchand, Artemi Panarin, Sebastian yeah. Ajo, Braden Point. He can get to that tier. He can, but he's got to prove it because the last couple of years, it's been subpar compared to, again, what we expected from Pedersen based on his first two seasons in the NHL. Exactly, bro. Exactly. And, and again, the tail end of last season. And, you know, a lot of people in the East, they don't watch a lot of the games. And I think they can typecast the type of player Pedersen is. Oh, he's that finesse forward and he picks up points. And if he's not picking up points, he's not, he's not you know, being uh, instrumental in the game, blah, blah, blah. That's all. No, Pedersen is 
when he's on his game, and we've seen him be on his game for a lot, large stretches in his career and in the playoffs that one time, dude, the guy's an ultra competitor. He's the hardest working player on the team. He is. He is. He's right up there. We've seen it. We've seen it. He's that type of guy. And I think if he brings that from the jump, watch out. Watch out. We talked about it yesterday. He he's the like he's the breakout candidate, not just for the Canucks, but the whole whole league, in my opinion. Yeah, you know who also brings it from the jump is you, my brother, hey. man. You 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 come in firing, man. You come in firing every time I call you back, man. And uh, I fucking love you for it, bro. Dude, I love it. Uh, I yeah. love it, man. I love it. Can't you can't you tell, bro? I'm so, I'm so much in a, in a sports mode that I'm not even talking about other things in my life with you right now. You know who who knows who knows? Like that's just that's just the way it goes. You know, sometimes I want to talk about this and that and and semen retention and and, and this and that and, and how to last longer in bed and. Uh, you know, just uh, mental health and all this jazz. But hey, right now, like, fuck, fuck everything else, man. Fuck everything. Fuck my family. Fuck my friends. Fuck my, <laughs> <laughs> fuck my love, bro. It's all about sports, man. For real, dude. Okay, Bagsy, enjoy life. Get back to work. All right, all right, brother. Talk to you later. Peace, peace, peace.